0: Welcome to the Move Forward podcast with Dr. Kim Moss. We are here to move you forward in the call of God for your life, your career, and your ministry through prophetic insight, practical teaching, and powerful conversations with influential leaders. Never throw away your confidence. It is time to move forward.
1: Well, hey, everybody. This is the Move Forward podcast with your host, Dr. Kim Moss, and we are again this week with our special guest, Joshua Silverberg. And if you didn't hear last week's, you really need to go back and hear last week's episode so that you can find more about... more out about Joshua, who is my special guest. He's my friend. He is a musician. He's a songwriter. He's a producer, but he also moves in great healing. And so you'll want to hear a little bit more about his life and how that all happened to get started and what God has done. And you're going to want to receive the impartation that comes at the end of that episode. But I am so excited to continue our conversation again today, Joshua. Welcome to the Move Forward podcast.
0: Yes, thank you for having me so excited.
1: It is very exciting. Well, I want to continue our conversation. And I know we left off last time hearing about how this all started for you. And you talked about when you were 11, you had a visitation from Jesus, which is really quite amazing. And uh, then at 16, you got healed from asthma. And so then what happened from there? Because when I talked to you, that was just how long ago was that now? Three years? Was that about three years ago?
0: Yeah, I would say so.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And it seems like you were in a, another new place like like the Holy Spirit had had just been doing something new again. And and for those who are listening, you know, this is how it goes. When you receive a calling from the Lord, um he takes you through various stages in your in your life. And he takes you through healing. He takes you through deliverance. He takes you through tests. Yes. You will have to walk through some tests and, um, and he takes you through like different Stages, you'll have you'll have different seasons, I guess I want to say, where you're either your assignment changes or you receive a fresh revelation or you receive a fresh vegetation from the Holy Spirit, and things go either in a new direction or they go up a level, if you want to call it levels. I hate to say that. Sometimes it's just that you're coming into a greater fullness of the anointing and the gifting that's on your life, and God can use you in a greater way. So so Joshua, um, we talked a little bit last time about when I first heard about you and we talked on the phone and it seemed like you were in a, a new a new season or something that had happened recently. Can you tell me about that a little bit?
0: Yeah, I would say it started really just because of how unsettled I was, how unhappy um, I did not get fulfillment with any of the music accolades. In fact, I would say I gave my life a little bit over there and it became an idol and the work, and it really, I I feel like everything points to what needed to be healed Mm. in my life is why I acted that way, Mm. you know? And that's a plug for the first episode. but basically what happened as a child that I need to be healed from. And then I found myself wanting to really earn something. Like I had to prove myself. I had to perform up to a certain level, you know, my worth, my value, you know, and especially in the arts, like artists, it's their condition to be, you're only as good as you perform. You know, and the industry I was in was extremely cutthroat. like ccm is is hard, probably like every industry. But if you don't if you produce a record and it doesn't have a hit on it, they won't call you. You know, like it's, and there's so many factors in that are that are completely out of your control, you know, and so many things that you wrestle with. So you can see the drama of that situation. So, but I was extremely unhealthy. I was working every single day. Um, I was extremely neglectful of my marriage. And it was, I would say the worst time in my life. But here I am, I'm working with newsboys and all these well-known artists and people are like, you're doing so great. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm kind of excited about that but why does it feel so terrible? Yeah. You know, so it's the disillusionment. And I, then I heard someone talk about this church, the belonging, you know, and that's a lady, Stacy Wilbur, And once she said the word belonging, I knew that's what I was missing.
1: Where is this church? If somebody lives in your area and they want to connect with that church? Nashville,
0: know. Tennessee. It's yeah. in Nashville, and they just recently opened up like another location in Columbia, Tennessee. So Tennessee yeah and I knew like the Holy Spirit was like that's where you need to go probably screaming so loud like (laughs) you're destroying yourself you need help (laughs) you know so you know go that way and there was a combination of that and they especially at I would say at that time Alex's messages were extremely identity focused you know, and that's exactly what I needed to hear. And then I watched this movie called Holy Ghost and I saw like healing in front of my eyes happen for the first time on film. And that was probably, I think that's the second time I had that experience where, you know, it's God speaking so loudly. And it it's interesting. It comes in these like three wave events. Yeah. And then after I saw specifically this scene where this minister, Todd White, was praying for kids lined up in a secular place, and at the end of it, they're huddled up giving their lives to Jesus after experiencing words of knowledge, prophecy, healing. They just gave their life to Christ. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, if Jesus was alive today, that's exactly what he would be doing. Like, It just seems such like a Bible story. And then, I'm, and then the second thought was like, wait a minute, didn't Jesus tell us to do that, like very directly? And then the third was really an invitation to God, from God saying, this is available for you. And it's available for everyone. But I just felt that. And then I, you know, I watched, seriously, probably between an hour to six hours a night easily, uh, all, everything I could get my hands on. Randy Clark stuff, conferences, testimonies, you know, then past ministers, John G. Lake, and then the videos where they go to Walmart and you see people healed, you know, like, and this was all renewing my mind. And I will say for those that want to see breakthrough and healing, even though at first it may feel like boring or like, why am I watching this? Like, watch people be healed like watch them be healed you will renew your mind super fast it will undo everything that's telling you that it cannot happen because you know the best way is to blessed is the person that doesn't have to see and believes but i don't i wasn't like that i needed to see you know so now i see with my imagination and i can believe but only because i this the way i was introduced truthfully and I think this will help those that like learn visually like watch people be healed and you can see this on conferences on the Randy Clark conferences you can see this on YouTube it's a I mean it's so much it's out there just go find healed by Jesus not other stuff and you'll find it you know and anyway so after that probably four months of that I'll try to You know, make this brief. You know, I spoke to my wife, Michaela. I'm like, I really want to go to a school where they teach you how to pray. And she looks at me and she goes, No, like, you don't need to do that. You've got Jesus. Like, just start praying for people. And when I heard that, truthfully, I did not agree with it, you know, but it was the voice of the Lord. And husbands, listen to your wives. Normally they are the voice voice of the Lord in your life. It just is. So deal with it. So anyway, like- uh, Wait
1: a minute. I'm going to go get my husband and bring him in. I'm kidding. He listens to me all the time. He knows.
0: (laughs) And if you can't follow me it's part of my quirky personality, there it is. You're along for a ride. So here we go. Like I didn't really believe her, but that week it's, you know, God sets you up for this stuff. So she tells me that that week, you know, I was a, in a songwriting session. So my job, I was with a songwriter. There's many reasons why not to pray for this person. One, a single was on the line. Two, I never wrote with this artist before. Three, he was a well-accomplished artist, you know, so I didn't want to ruin the chance of writing with him again because it is confrontational. And I will probably say more so with Christians than non-believers, you know, when you say the simple question, can I pray with you? You know, oh, you mean now? Oh, for this? You know, there's right. all the, there's a lot of defense. There's a lot of things there, mm-hmm. but you know, if God's putting on your heart to pray for them, just in love, just so yeah, yes, you know, have patience, just go, yes, now let's do this. And if they tell you to go away from you and never speak to you again just trust you know the lord in that moment that you've planted a seed that there is more there is more so that first week he's he cannot sing and i'll go very fast because there's some other testimonies i want to get to i'm going as fast as i can uh he can't sing. He's got a throat infection. We go to sing. He's like, "Sorry, mate, I just can't sing. I've, I've got a throat infection. I've been able to sing in two weeks." So in that moment, man, the fear, like, is gripping me. Like, I hear the words of my wife: "You don't need anything else. You you have Jesus." You know, all this is running through my head: the battle, the fear of man, the fear of everything. And then I'm like, "Okay, can you pray?" And And really and truthfully, I extend my arm and it's shaking because I'm in so much fear, not under the power of God, not like (laughs) this dude is going to be healed. Like, come on, let's pray. Like none of that stuff. Just help me, Jesus. You know, I can barely get the words out. I pray very simply, like how I learned by the disciples, by Jesus by many instructions on YouTube from great people and it was just speak to the thing. Don't make a big deal about it. You know, Jesus did the thing. The Holy spirit does the work. Let's just speak to the issue. Words of command. So I very 15 second prayer, I pray. And then he's like, you know what? I think I can try and sing. So we're singing. Then I get the prompting again, pray for him again. So, then I ask, Hey, do you believe in healing? He's like, yeah. And then there's like a relief for me that yeah. I wasn't like challenging him in a way that's uncomfortable. Right. So I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm not fired. So then uh we go and we pray again. And man on the, his next take, like his whole voice comes back. Like truth, like the raspiness goes, the power comes back. It's on recording like he leaves, I'm laughing, I still don't believe. And I really hope this encourages you people like that wanna move in healing and that haven't yet. Like, it's not like you wake up and you're pulling people out of wheelchairs and cancers are dissolving and the dead are raised. It's, it's not that. Everything in the kingdom is seed form and the Lord has deposited his spirit inside of you, the seed of everything that you need. Now we need to step out and grow in it. We need to water it. We need to move in it. And we need to grow in it. Give yourself room to grow. So, and this is like, it's a throat infection, mildly serious where he can't sing. But in the scheme of illnesses, it really isn't a big thing. So in our mind, to Jesus, it's all the same. But like, you know, it's really not a big thing. So we pray, you know, he leaves i'm laughing i'm elated i cannot believe it's happening then i like i remember taking my daughter to the drink store we called it it was a gas station that we could walk to and i laughed the whole way there i laughed the whole way home she's like dad why are you laughing i'm like this guy i don't know i think he got healed i'm not sure i just could not believe it and then just because i want to tell people about this I, so i text him I go okay how's your throat doing question mark you know and I'm still i'm like please be healed please be healed he was healed i had literally scientific evidence of the healing over the recording of it and i could not believe it you know yeah and he texts back and this is a picture of God's heart for healing i mean it's such a beautiful picture he said when i left your house i went to another producer's house and this guy did my entire last record and i sang a recording with him and without me saying anything this producer said this is the best i have ever heard you sing
2: oh. <laughs> Jeez, come on.
0: so he loves to restore abundantly above more not even more than we think and imagine just more than we even had to begin with like the restoration is so profound in jesus that it's not just a status quo it's more restoration that you even started with in the first place praise the lord that's the father's heart so that week i won't go into all the testimonies but every person got healed that week no one for 20 years. Everyone that week, I would share the testimony I had, then the next person, share the next two testimonies I had, they would come in, I would share them. I wasn't expecting to pray. And they would say, oh, can you pray for this thing, that thing, a backache, a headache, this thing, that? that's going. And then on Friday, I was with a female or artist, and she goes, well, I have a tumor on my ovaries. And I'm like, for a second, I got... Whoa, that's like a big deal. That's not backaches, headaches, throat infections. This is like a serious deal. And then I went, no, no, it's not a serious deal to God. It is if we make it one, but it's it doesn't. Can you imagine that heaven's lights go out because it's just too much power to handle? Like there's not enough to go around. Like no, like it is not that way. There is more than enough to go around. Yeah. So. I go, okay, I'm just going to pray like we prayed previously. I didn't try to treat it. Don't give it a special attention. It doesn't deserve a special attention. Mm -hmm. You know, you're giving the enemy credit in your life when you think it's a big thing. Oh, that's not a headache. That's a big thing. This is fear I've been struggling with since birth. This is anxiety that runs in my family. This is this kind of illness. This is that, that, that other thing. It's like, do not give it credence. No. Say no in Jesus' name, receive prayer, and go on your way. Like, don't give it attention, you know? Like, there's a scripture in Proverbs that says, if you want your path to be straight, you have to acknowledge the Lord. You have to recognize the Lord, you know, and he will make your path straight. But the, the acknowledgement is on him, but not the problem, if you see. It doesn't say, look at your path, and it will become straight. Look at what you're up against, and it will fall down. But it says no Acknowledge the lord in all your ways recognize the lord in all your ways and he will do the thing so we need to get out of the way we need to let the holy spirit to do the thing that he wants to do praise god so we pray you know it wasn't like there were sparks flying or she felt anything in the moment that i was aware of or that i felt anything in the moment that i was aware of we we wrote a song then we prayed as a church at the belonging and then on Monday, she went in for the scan, and it was gone, not there.
3: Praise the Lord. Awesome.
0: Yeah. And, you know, like, I'll just, the journey kept going. I, I want to please tell you guys how terrified I was for years of this. And like, I mean, two weeks later, I go on a missions trip. The short version of that, And then watch the first podcast or listen to the first podcast as we sing the miracle song in Africa you know and a person asks me to speak for the very first time on a stage terrified and all these kids get healed at Watoto in fact one gets healed in a hug where the ulcers dissolve from his mouth I did not know he's healed until he gives the testimony and it was the kind of sickness that gets bigger and bigger and suffocates you. And there's no cure. But in a hug, he tells me that these ulcers and tumors dissolved from him. If that isn't the love of Jesus, I didn't know he was sick. I wasn't actually looking to perform anything. And it was during a ministry time. I saw him. He was like the youth leader of the of the you know, Watoto Ministries, and I was just like, man, I just want to give him a hug. I'm going to go give him a hug. And we embrace, feel Jesus' presence, that's it. And then he shares his testimony. In fact, his parents, I believe, from out of his mouth, I don't want to get it wrong, but they both died of this illness. And that's why he was part of Watoto. You know, it's a rescuing, rebuilding orphan uh, Mm -hmm. ministry, and that's in Uganda. Mm -hmm. So, I'm incredible. Like, I cannot believe what's happening on the plane ride home. This is what I'm thinking, guys. Seriously, I'm going, this is all of this. God is amazing. But I'm so scared you're going to leave and it's not going to happen again.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: One wrong move. I'm going to think the wrong thing. I'm going to say the wrong thing. I'm going to do the wrong thing. I'm going to sin. I'm going to fall. I'm going to fail. Yep. And it's gone. Like the anointing lifts. God leaves me. It's done. It was fun while it lasted, yep. but it's done. It is not the truth. I've failed many times since then, and I've seen many miracles. <laughs> I don't celebrate the failing, but I celebrate Jesus.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: He will not leave you. What he's, the work that he's doing, and this is like the prophetic section. Like you are doubting the work that he's doing, that he's done. Because this year has been so hard, there's a lot of rebuilding. You don't see, how is this going to be accomplished? It's not by might, by power, but by spirit, says the Lord. Trust the work that he is doing in you, through you, and what you are called to accomplish on this earth is through him. And that the only thing you need to do is surrender to God for it. It's the easy part. He does the heavy lifting. You do the easy part. Come to him, surrender, yield, listen to his voice and obey. It's the easy part. We all enjoy doing that. We love doing that. It's easy. The hard part is on him. Let that be on him. The pressure is on the word. How is that? You don't have to figure it out. Don't look at your path. How is it going to become straight? It does not happen by you looking at it. Praise the Lord.
1: Thanks. That's really right. And all of these um, ministry giftings, you know, moving in the supernatural, I think so many times we get caught up in the performance of it, you know, and I know that last time we talked a little bit about performance and some of the jobs that we have, the businesses that we, uh, that we enter into that are all about our performance You know, and the church actually ministry can be that way. And if we give into that, then that really will choke out, uh, the ease with which we just operate in the gifts because it becomes about us. It becomes about, did I pray long enough? Did I hear right? Did I, you know, and, um, and the thing is, um, really all you need is, as you said, to surrender to Jesus listen for what the Holy Spirit is saying, do what he says. And, um, and, and just, and just let yourself go. Let, let all the rest go. Let it be about his performance, not your performance, you know, and um, we do have to let go of some of the, you know, wanting to be a celebrity or wanting to have our name known. We need to be willing to just be nameless, faceless and uh, see God move in other people's lives.
0: Praise the Lord. Amen.
1: I think think it's really challenging sometimes. I mean, we do go through times when we get challenged. So one of the things that I asked you, that I wanted to ask you, what are some of the things that have challenged you the most along this path? You know, what, and how have you handled them? What has been challenging for you?
0: I would say probably going into new territory, stepping out in faith. And it could be like the stories I just said at work, a one-on-one. It could be, you know, in a small group, God drops something in your heart. Should I do this? Should I not do it? So fear, I would say fear of man and just uncomfortability, you know, And, and that's exactly why we need the comforter, you know, and, the other thing specifically with healing ministry is what do you do when you pray for someone and they die? You know, now I'm sure people have heard, like, if if you're taking the credit for it, you'll take the hits for it and it'll destroy you. And I do believe that, you know, but I also want to say, like, to speak into that from for my personal like story, you know, I was seeing a lot of things healed. And then when I got to cancer, this thing just kept not getting healed. In fact, I remember maybe about the fifth person that died that I prayed for, you know, like it was really weighing on me and it it truthfully made me want to go, well, if that's not going to work there, this can't be a parlor trick. This can't be like, like you know a thing like it's just like oh well this works but this doesn't work I didn't sign up for that you know I signed up for the full gospel here I signed up to be a disciple of Jesus you know and why isn't this happening so a lot of these stories are pointing back to the belonging and I remember being at church in worship going God like why like how, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing? Like, how can this change? Like, I just, I can't deal with this, you know? And it was the three thought thing. It came again, you know, and I heard like the father just really speaking, going, yeah, everyone that came to Jesus was healed. I'm like, yeah, I know that. I teach that. It's not really helpful. That was kind of my attitude. <laughs> and then he goes, he modeled what it is to be in perfect relationship with me. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I understand that. I do teach that. But what do you mean? And then he said, come and know me like Jesus.
2: Mm.
0: And I can't explain what happened, but it the way that I illustrate it is like, if this was like, if your fist is your disappointment and your questions, it was supernaturally covered and crushed by the excitement that you get to know the creator of the universe more every day. You get to come into communion and he has invited you personally to know him like Jesus. And, Does that seem like a direct answer? Not really, but you know what it did? It took away the disappointment. And within minutes later, I saw my first cancer healing. So this guy was at the end of service, was coming through church. There's a group of people in the corner, you know, praying for him. I happened to walk upon them. And I just hear the spirit of the Lord go, activate it you know? And I'm like, what the heck? I don't even know what that means. Like, <laughs> Lord, help me activate it. So I stop. I'm thinking, well, maybe he has pain in his body. And the way I can test it is just to ask, and does he have pain now? And then we know like something's happening, you know? And again, guys, like I'm not, I'm a big proponent of faith, but we're not touching on that topic. But I feel like Love is, the greatest of these is love, faith, hope, and love, right? Love, listening to the Holy Spirit and operating in love is more than, is more, that's all you need. You know, like the faith component can be twisted into thinking that if you only did something a certain way, then this X will happen You know, and then you get disappointed and all this stuff. But seriously, just lean into the love. Let the Holy Spirit minister to you with the love of God. So I stopped the people from praying, which was awkward. That was hard, especially when they're like pastors. (laughs) Everyone's silent. They're looking at me. The guy's looking at me. And I ask him, so is there pain in your body? And he's like, no. And I'm like, oh, man it's like a test really. Did God really speak this to you or not? You know, and I go, no, I'm going to believe that this is the Lord. So then I, I felt like to ask him, do you have any restriction? And I said, is there any restriction in your body? And he says, yes, it's difficult for me to walk and breathe. And I said, okay, great. Walk and breathe with me. So I took his hand, went from one, one end of the building to the next back And at the end, he looks at me, he goes, you know what? I can walk and breathe better. And I said, praise God. And, you know, great. Let me know how it all goes. See you. I'm out of there. I'm truthfully not like he's healed. I don't think that he's not necessarily not healed. I just believe, I know that I was obedient. I felt released, but I didn't feel a surge of faith going that cancer has gone. You know, like it's done. I don't feel any of that, you know, and truthfully, you know, I think Smith Wigglesworth was onto something when he said faith is an actual action. It's not a feeling, it's an action, yeah. you know, and I think maybe that's what I'm trying to say is we've confused faith to be a feeling when truthfully it's an action guided by the Holy spirit. So, you know, of Two months later, this guy calls me up, and he goes, "I, I want to let you know, praise the Lord." He's like, "I want to let you know, I'm what they call, I'm in remission, a hundred percent." And let me tell you, he had four months to live in six tumors, oh. and he was a young college music teacher in Texas. So he tells me. The most amazing thing happened, even more than the miracle, and I'm thinking, what? <laughs> like, what's more than you were going to be dead and now you're alive? Like, right. what's greater than that? Yeah. Tell me. And he's like, he said this. Don't write me off, Church. This is what he said. I'm gonna explain it. He said the ability to dream again. Um. It sounds a little bit like a poster, but I'm telling you, it's a word from the Lord right now to someone, maybe more than someone's, the ability to dream again. And I said, what is that? Tell me, what do you mean by that? And he goes, I had nothing on earth to look forward to. Yes, heaven. Yes, eternity with Jesus. Lots of stuff to look forward to beyond anyone's wildest description. But as far as earth, the best was behind me. In the future, I had nothing to look forward to.
2: And
1: he
0: says, now I can dream again.
1: <laughs> you can feel the Holy Spirit, can you? Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, that's a word from someone. I yeah. can dream again.
0: And yeah. I think how many of us seriously are living like we are a terminal case, like the best is behind us. Behind us. And in front of us cannot be the best. The best is behind us. No, No. I don't care what your circumstances, what age you are, what you think you have already done, what you have accomplished, what season of life you're in, what your last years have been like. No, if you want to trust the the word of the Lord, his desire is to prosper you. He knows the beginning from the end and he doesn't design your story To have a terrible ending.
1: Yes, right.
0: And the last chapters of my life were terrible and I fizzled out. That's not written in heaven in his book over your life. Right. (laughs) It started pretty good, had some great moments, and at the end, whoop, this was all downhill. (laughs) I'm sorry to laugh. I just feel God. Yes. No absolutely not we pray into this in the name of jesus yeah. if you feel like the ability to dream has been in the great for you we pray resurrection power of jesus to mm-hmm. dream the dreams of god mm-hmm. to feel the inspiration of god to get the downloads of god mm-hmm. that every single breath leading up to your last breath can be exciting with the excitement of jesus christ the best is yet to come. It is not behind you in mm-hmm.
1: Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many of you right now, I can feel it. You feel like you want to quit. You feel like we want to quit because you have no vision for what's going forward. You've been in a transition. Things have been difficult. You see, you've you've had a pruning. Things have died around you, and I don't necessarily mean people, but it can be people, but also some of the things that you used to do are no longer viable for you in this time, and so it feels to you like, well, that's because I'm done. It's over. There is no more. And that's a lie from the pit of hell. God is about to bring something brand new into your life. And God is about to renew your vision. And God is about to reset and restore and reorder where you're at and what you are doing. So now just receive that in the name of Jesus. And Father, we just break off that weariness and that discouragement, Lord God, right now that has come upon so many people because of the last year and a half, Lord Jesus. But now is the time. Now is the time to dream again. We just receive that. Thank you, Josh.
0: Yeah, as I was preparing for this podcast, the Lord dropped this word that's coinciding with this and it's just really simple, but I feel like this is potentially in like a business realm, but do not look at the way that seems right or the way that others have accomplished this before, but I will give you a new way, a way yet not to be seen that will bear much fruit and will give me glory. Follow me. Follow me. So there may be something you're up against and you feel like I'm striving. I'm trying, I keep hitting a wall in this one situation. You know, this, this, someone else did it this way. Someone else did it this way. No, look to the Lord. He's going to give you a different way, a new way around that. And it's okay if it doesn't, doesn't look like anyone else. Mm -hmm. Or if it hasn't even been done that way before. We release the downloads of heaven, new ideas, new business, new strategies, new relationships, all of it in the name of Jesus. We prophesy into this word. We speak that word that will bear much fruit and give God glory. And then at that same time, the song just dropped into my heart. And I'm going to sing this over you and just allow the Lord to speak, to resurrect things inside of you. Allow your heart to trust him.
3: In Jesus' name. Lead me, oh, lead me. Upon your wings I go. I'll trust you completely, through every high and low. Spirit lead,
2: Spirit lead me, Spirit lead. Spirit,
3: lead me. Find me. Oh, find me. Bowing at your feet. I'm yielding completely. Every part of me. Spirit lead, Spirit lead me,
2: Spirit lead, Spirit lead me, Spirit lead. Thank you, Jesus.
1: Coming to my mind, that passage of scripture where Peter has failed and and he says, let's go go fishing. So he tries to return to the old thing, the thing that he knew. And he's out in the boat and they haven't caught anything and they've worked so hard. Worked all night long. I feel like those of you who are receiving this right now, you're like that. You've worked so hard. You've gone in one direction at one time, but you feel like you've failed. And now you've working so hard at the old thing and it's just not working. But Jesus comes and he says, throw your net in the other side. And it's just like that. To dream again, to be led by the Holy Spirit, to do something differently It's going to be just like that. He's resetting you. He's reordering things, leading you into a new place where there will be um, a catch. There'll be resource, there's calling. don't really want to move on from here, Joshua. And what I want to do is um, I want to close this time out with, um, I want you to sing that song again. And uh, would you, would you pray first for those who are listening and, um, and then go ahead and sing the song and that's how we'll end this episode. And then we'll come back another time and talk more about healing. Praise God.
0: So I'm going to, I'm just going to sing that song again. And I want you to imagine yourself before Jesus. Let him minister
3: to you. Lead me, oh, lead me. Upon your wings I go. I'll trust you completely, through every high and low.
2: Spirit lead, Spirit lead me, Spirit lead, Spirit lead me.
3: Find me, oh find me, bowing at your feet, I'm yielding completely, every part of me,
2: Spirit, lead me. Spirit, lead. Spirit, lead me. Oh, Spirit, lead, yeah. Oh, Spirit, lead me. Jesus, lead. Jesus, lead me,
3: Spirit, lead me. Thank you, God.
0: Yeah, you're being delivered right now. I see people under the power of Jesus Christ being delivered, being set free every burden,
3: every weight
0: lifting off of you right now. Let it go now. Let it go. All of it right now at the feet of Jesus. His arms are open to receive. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, be free. In the mighty name of Jesus, be delivered. Weight on the soul, I command you to go. Wounds on the soul, I command you to go. Mm-hmm. Be touched by the very hand of Jesus. Thank you, Father.
1: Amen. Amen. Joshua, such a pleasure. Thank you for being with me today. For those of you who are listening i don't want to say too much it just feels like a holy moment i just bless you thank you for joining us today on the move forward podcast we'll see you again next time why don't you take this time and just soak in the holy spirit for a little while and let him just renew your heart renew your mind renew your soul we bless you in
3: jesus name